Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Depth Perception, the Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season, where you can learn much more about Scorpio as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Finally, if you're in the Minneapolis area, please join me on November 11th for a very special event at The Future, where I'll be hosting an astrology dinner party to celebrate the Taurus full moon and explore some of the deeper themes of Mercury's retrograde. This is a super fun and creative way to learn more about astrology, and I'd love to meet you there. There's limited attendance, so if you're interested, please make sure to register soon, because spaces will fill up. You can find more information on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the Play and Learn section under Live Events, or from the link in my Instagram bio, at embodiedastrology. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I'll be right back with you with your horoscope. Hello, Gemini Sun and Gemini Rising. This horoscope is for you. This is a month ahead look at Scorpio season for your sign. Scorpio season begins on October 23rd and it ends on November 22nd. And this is the period of time when the sun is shining the light of Scorpio. And that light is bringing to light the Scorpionic um, influences in our own lives. So as I mentioned in the introduction, please take the time to listen to the Embodied Astrology extended episode for Scorpio season. In that episode, I talk a lot about Scorpio in the body as a physical and physiological experience, as well as Scorpio in relationship to mind-body connections, uh, emotions, and relationships. Scorpio is a sign that is very often talked about with the words intensity, depth, psychology, um, and feelings associated to it. And these are some of the, the major key words and key themes for Scorpio. So whenever we're working with Scorpio, we're working with the emotional experience that is very deep. These are kinds of emotions that tend to linger for a long time. And often these are the kinds of feelings that are actually kind of harder to access. They can be 
intense, they can definitely be passionate, but for a lot of us, these are um, experiences that are very deeply entwined or entangled uh, with complexity, and so it can be hard to sort it out what we're actually feeling. And this upcoming month is bringing a lot of opportunity to do some sorting, and so I'm going to talk about uh, some of the most notable points in this upcoming month and how they might be coming through for your chart. So in the Gemini solar chart, Scorpio rules what's called uh, the sixth house. And the sixth house is associated to your um, kind of day to day. It's a place in the chart that sometimes we might even think of as a little bit boring in some ways. It's it's how you take care of your life. It's how you function. It's the real practicalities of your chores, your jobs, your tasks, your schedules and responsibilities. This is the place where we find information about your occupation and your labor. This isn't necessarily your career, but it's not not your career. Um, it's not the idea of what it is that you're doing in the greater world. It's literally your labor, what you're showing up uh, to do every day. And for some people, this is uh, the path to their vocation, the ideas of what they want to be building in the world. For others, this is uh, the means to an end and the way to kind of earn money um, or occupy yourself while you're also doing something else that you need to be doing. The sixth house finally is really closely associated to health. And by health, I want to expand that to kind of be a, a general sense of well-being that includes your psychological and mental health, your spiritual uh, and psychic health, as well as your physical health. So on October 27th, we'll have a new moon in Scorpio, and the new moon is always bringing a kind of intensified focus to the sign that it's in. This is due to both the sun and the moon occupying the same sign, so we might have a more kind of um, subjective experience of that sign where the qualities of that sign feel very um, immersive in a lot of ways. In medical astrology, the sun and the moon are associated to the right and the left eyes. So you might think of this as a time when we're just seeing Scorpio, we're seeing this part of uh, our lives and our chart. At the new moon, we're also supported to uh, end one cycle and begin a new one. This uh, typically is something that happens once per year in each sign. So you might think about intentions for this part of your life that you want to work on for the next 12 months until the 2020 new moon in Scorpio. What are you beginning? What do you want to call in? What do you want to focus on in your jobs, your occupations, your day-to-day, -day, your responsibilities, and your health? This is a new moon that is definitely bringing a lot of change energy with it where we're considering what kinds of changes we want to make. This may be a time when you experience greater restlessness or a kind of uh, agitation in your um, more general kind of um, vibes or your psychic field. It may uh, be a little bit mysterious what it is that's going on. So um, if you feel like 
things are shifting, things are moving around, but you're not really sure what they are, or there's kind of a, a heightened distraction around this time or an inability to um, really focus on what it is that you want to focus on, uh, don't be alarmed, but try and just work with the energy that comes up. There may also be a kind of impulsiveness or greater need for freedom at this time where you're trying to figure out how to move past or through any confinements that have come up in your jobs occupations, if you feel like you're too busy, if your schedule is too full or too constrictive, uh, there may be kind of significant feelings of frustration um, that come up with this new moon. So again, it's a time for you to really be considering what it is that you want to spend your time doing every day and how you want to be bringing yourself to those tasks and responsibilities. If this is coming through in your health, um, there may be a kind of um, flare-up kind of situation that happens at this time. Um, if you have certain symptoms that seem to just come out of nowhere, or if you have uh, ongoing symptoms that get heightened around that new moon, or again, a, just a general sense of agitation or distractedness or even um, kind of disassociation that comes in through your body. First of all, I want to encourage you to um, prioritize embodiment around this new moon. Um, if you can give yourself a lot of kinds of containment and awareness uh, practices or experiences like taking a bath, um, lying underneath a weighted blanket, getting a massage, making sure that you're taking time to breathe when you eat. Be really mindful about what you're eating, what kinds of substances you're ingesting. You're more sensitive at this time um, than normal, so just know that. And again, if things just feel a little wonky or haywire around this time, um, do what you can to calm yourself and know that this is kind of a peak moment of energetic um, uh, ag agitated influence. Now, just a couple of days after this, Mercury will make its retrograde station, and Mercury is stationing retrograde pretty much um, almost at the end of Scorpio, and over the following weeks, it will retrograde back to the middle of the sign. Now, the days around Mercury's station, retrograde or direct, tend to be some of the weirder, wonkier days of this retrograde cycle. And so as I talked about with the new moon, there may be some kind of um, feelings of agitation or restlessness or, or just could be really bizarre around that time. And this in part has to do with Mercury's upcoming um, retrograde station. So the days on and around Mercury's stations tend to be um, strange, as I mentioned. So you from basically the new moon on the 27th until November 2nd, if you can give yourself this period of time, um, uh, kind of extra awareness around what you're doing, um, leniency around your plans and mindfulness in your actions and decisions, that would definitely be advised. Mercury in the astrological language represents our mental and cognitive activities as well as our communications and exchanges. This includes your verbal, written, and electronic communications as well as the ways that you 
um, are forming language for yourself, your kind of precognitive motor focus, your inner narrator, etc., um, as well as the, the language and the communications that you're sharing with others. During Mercury's retrograde, this is a period of time when the mental energy is turned inwards. It's more reflective or backward moving. It's not a forward moving influence. So this is a time when we often experience frustration and delays. Now, especially because uh, this retrograde is occurring in your solar sixth house of um, work and labor, I just want to say that especially in this area of your life, there may be frustrations that come up. Um, if you happen to be an employer, this is the place in the chart where we find information about your employees. So if people are late, if they're not performing um, their jobs in the way that they normally do or that you hope that they would, please try and extend some extra compassion around this time, give everybody a little bit of a break, um, including yourself, give people, you know, 15 to 20 minute grace periods, there can be a lot of like, uh, breakdowns and malfunctions during Mercury's retrograde. So it's a good, good thing um, to pay attention to that. For you personally, this is a time when you might be reflecting on your occupation and your job as well as your health. Mercury's entire retrograde cycle implies a time when you are in a phase of research or reflection when there is a need to remain with something and to kind of work it out. So you might notice I'm using a lot of words that start with RE and that's um, a theme for the retrograde. This is when the RE prefix becomes really important. Refine, renegotiate revise, uh, reflect, as I said. Now on November 1st, the planet Venus will move into Sagittarius where it will transit through November 26th. Sagittarius is your opposite sign. This part of your chart describes your opposites and that means your others, your important other people, your committed partnerships and relationships. Um, in this part of your chart we find information as well about your sense of social identity and your expectations and baseline assumptions within your relationships. Venus brings a benefic gracious influence into this part of your chart. There is a lot of opportunity and love for you to be sharing with important other people. This is a really nice time for socializing and a really Really, um, you know, wonderful time to be connecting with others in general, and especially your important relationships. This includes close friends, colleagues, collaborators, and spouses or romantic partners as well. On November 11th, the Sun and Mercury form their inferior conjunction. This is uh, an important moment in the Mercury retrograde cycle that's often described as the time when we come to this kind of revelation or remembering that is um, pretty pivotal in the thematic for the retrograde. So please keep a notebook around and pay attention to what's coming up in your awareness around the 11th of November. This could be a time when you have um, ideas ideas coming forward or where your experiences are illuminating some of the greater themes of this retrograde cycle. The next day on November 12th, there's a full moon in the sign Taurus, which is Scorpio's opposite sign. This full moon is bringing a lot of lending influence. There might be some kind of major breakthroughs or illuminations at this time. For you especially, this full moon is illuminating the parts of your psyche and psychology that are more deeply hidden and regularly inaccessible. This is a period of time when you have more 
access to your deep psyche, to your subconscious and your unconscious. This uh, therefore might also be a time when things surface, when you have feelings come up that really need to be processed. Um, Scorpio, as I mentioned, is a sign that's often associated with deep emotion and intensity. And so if this full moon brings more emotionality into your awareness, um, try and treat whatever is surfacing as um, a, a space for teaching and for learning. And if you feel overwhelmed, again, self-care is really important for you this month. On November 18th, the planet Mars will move into Scorpio and Mars will transit Scorpio through January 3rd. Wherever Mars is, it brings extra energy to that sign. It brings a, a heating and sometimes inflammatory or agitating energy with it. Mars in your solar sixth house gives you a lot of energy potentially for work as well as for being in your body. This could be a really good time to get out, to get exercise, to apply yourself to any kinds of projects or jobs that you have been working on. Um, again, this energy can be inflammatory. And so this month, if you do have more uh, inflammation than usual in your body or kinds of inflammatory symptoms such as rashes or eczema, flare-ups or something like that um, just know that there's astrological influence that's uh, promoting this kind of experience and part of the way that you can work with Mars especially if it's coming through in your body and your health is giving yourself uh, alternating temperatures and so if you have access to a sauna or a steam room or a hot bath um, you might go from hot to cold a couple of times like get in the hot bath and then uh, I don't know if you could take a cold plunge or something Something like that um, or if you can kind of work with your internal temperature um, uh, other ways that you can work with Mars is uh, Mars near sixth house is through some kinds of, of cleansing and kind of working through the fluids of your body making sure that you're drinking a lot of water potentially doing some steam therapy or aromatherapy could be helpful as well on November 20th, Mercury will turn direct, and once again, the days around Mercury stations, retrograde or direct, tend to be some weirder days, so from the 18th to the 22nd or so, give yourself that padding, that leniency, and again, if you're an employer, for your employees as well. Um, once Mercury turns direct and it starts to pick up speed um, in its forward motion, it will recover territory that it returned to in its retrograde. This period of time when it's passing again over terrain uh, for the third time is called the shadow phase. The shadow ends on December 7th and if there are important uh, changes, agreements, contracts that you've been working on again with your jobs, um, with your health or uh, kind of anything in general but especially these areas of your life, if you have the luxury of waiting, I'd advise waiting until that second week of December to move forward if possible. On November 22nd, the sun will move into Sagittarius. Sagittarius season will begin and I'll be back with you then for your month ahead. If you'd like more information on this upcoming month's astrology, please become a subscriber. You can be an Embodied Astrology subscriber at any amount per month. Uh, in exchange for your recurring donation, you'll have access to my extended monthly forecasts. 
These include breakdowns of all of the major planetary aspects and lunar cycles throughout the month, um, as well as a downloadable PDF calendar. So you can work with astrology um, more day to day and learn about how embodied astrology works in your life. I hope that this horoscope is interesting and will be helpful for you. Gemini, I'm wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond. Bye for now.